Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you and about you. Those of you that work so hard for your money, you want your money to start working harder for you now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now to live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, it's not just about making money. It's about creating a life of impact and meaning because as you're blessed financially, you can create more impact and bless more lives too. And guys, thank you so much for allowing me to create a ripple effect for you. Thank you for all the things that you're doing. And seriously, some of the best listeners that are out there today. And I know Gary's going to find that out as we introduce him today too. So uh, anyways, quick reminder, go to our website, moneyripples.com. You can download the free ebook, Beyond Rice and Beans, Seven Secrets to Free Up Cash Today. So check it out. Hey, how would you love to earn up to 10% on your money every year while also helping people stay in their homes? Guys, that's exactly what the fund with American Homeowner Preservation allows you to do. You can invest with as little as $100 and be able to use that money to help people stay in their homes by being able to refinance so they can stay in the homes with the families that they love. And guys, this is only open now until November 5th, until it's closed for the rest of the year. So if you want to learn more information about this, go check out their website, www.fundingahp.com. That's F-U-N-D-I-N-G-A-H-P as in American Homeowner Preservation. Dot com. Check it out. All right. So as I said, like I'm bringing back on Gary Boomershine again for the second time now. Uh, we had him on about a year and a half ago and and uh, definitely gave some great, uh, great value then. And we're going to have him back on again today. Specifically, if you guys have ever been asking, how do I do something like short-term rentals, like Airbnbs and things like that, but not have it be like this full-time business? Because I know a lot of you guys work hard, whether you're in your own businesses already or you're, you know, employees, right? And you're looking for ways to create passive income and you want leverage now. And so that's one of Gary's fortes among many. Uh, just to give you a background on Gary. I mean, he's been, he found a real estate investor.com. Yeah, yes, he actually got that website and back in 2005, talking about how to scale and grow your real estate investing businesses and things like that. Um, lots of experience in various types of real estate investing and, and is here today. So Gary, welcome back to our show. Uh, it's a pleasure, Chris. Super excited about this, and boy, what a what an interesting time! A year and a half has uh, has happened. <laughs> Doesn't it feel like you know with this whole COVID thing, uh, whatever that is? Uh, yeah. You know, it feels like five five to ten years. Every, every day is like a new uh, a new thing, right? So mm -hmm. I'm super excited. Hopefully, I can add some great value to your loyal listeners today. Yeah. So you know, give them a little bit more about your background because I know like there are so many topics we could cover today, but I wanted to pick one that I knew. Uh, some of the listeners haven't heard, you know, very much detail on, but uh, give us a little bit more background on you. Yeah, for sure. And <clears throat> I am a huge, huge supporter of the Airbnb rental market. It's, mm -hmm. it's actually what I'm doing from a real estate perspective. That's probably my primary. And then I love uh, also lending for passive income, private yeah. lending. But my background, it's, uh, I'll, I'll try to make this quick without a lot of backstory, but I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. Uh, real estate specifically. Uh, I'm from California, right in the heart of the San Francisco Bay Area, born and raised, um, multi-generation and 
and uh, went to UC Davis, um, met my wife there, and we're now married 27 years. I've got two daughters, one that just graduated from college down in Southern California, and one that is 17, going on uh, to her senior year in high school. And we're, we, what's interesting is in California, we, uh, a year and a half ago, if you go back to that podcast, I talked about real estate being a seven-year cycle. I've uh-huh. been talking about this for probably three years. Uh, it's been a seven-year cycle for 100 years, almost to the day, actually. Mm-hmm. And it has never been natural supply and demand. It's always been what I, would, I have called a boogeyman event. Uh-huh. So 9-11, the mortgage collapse, 2008. I call it boogeyman. You can you know, drill into that however you want. But it's a, mm-hmm. an, an, an artificial event yeah. that happens that has actually changed uh, the course. And it's... it's so this this particular cycle is the longest that we've had. Um, we're now at year thirteen, and I and I can say a couple things. It's just this boogeyman event. I call it COVID. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what it is. And I think that we are going to go through one of the biggest transfers of wealth mm-hmm. in our entire history. And those people that are on the right side of the equation and preparing for it are going to be, you know on the right side and taking advantage of it. And those that are not may get a bit crushed. And, um, and so I'm excited about it. I think I, I've been coaching all of my clients, the three P's, which is, this is a time to number one, protect it's number two to pivot and then number three to profit. And I see the opportunity around real estate, as a huge opportunity, but we this is a time to also be very cautious because it's euphoric. We're seeing um, we're seeing unprecedented a lot of things that we saw in the previous cycles. We get into the euphoric stage. Um, you know, Warren Buffett, right? Very smart guy. He always says buy low and sell high. Yeah. And and you know, and then it's also buy when the blood is in the street. And I remember growing up on 52 grew up in a real estate family. I was a licensed agent three weeks after turning 18. Everybody else is like figuring out, you know, who they're going to date or, uh, you know, what party they're going to. And I was getting my real estate license. I actually paid for my college by working in the family business. We had rental properties. I didn't even want to do real estate. I actually went down the Silicon Valley. It was the boom of the the dot-com era. I got a computer engineering degree, uh, specifically in analytics. And, uh, and and data analytics and uh, business process. I went and worked for the largest management consulting firm in the world, number two behind IBM, Accenture, mm-hmm. Anderson Consulting. And then I moved away because I it was an incredible experience working 90-hour weeks for five and a half years and uh, traveled everywhere, but I never actually saw the light of day. I was always in the building uh, working long hours. Yeah. So I decided through mentoring and really good coaching that instead of swapping my hours for money, that mm-hmm. might sound familiar for a lot of us to get into sales, because I thought it was a nice cushy life. So I went into enterprise software sales. What that is is selling a 500,000 to $5 million software stuff sold on a, it's hype, you know, in the, in space, you can't see it and yeah. learning how to sell that to the fortune 500. And that was an incredible journey. I, I learned a lot, and then it was really 2004. My wife and I, uh, long story there, but we're like, you know what? I we had no life. 
I was I, I 2003. I had 180,000 miles on United Airlines alone, and I would come <laughs> home, and I think I changed four diapers with two babies. I was never home, and the dogs would even bark at me because they didn't recognize me. And my wife and I said, you know what? This is no life. We want a family, and I had two daughters, so we basically took our nest egg and we went full-time real estate. And, and I never recommend that, by the way. I don't think you should just, you know, quit your jobs and uh, and and do the Napoleon burn the ships. We did it, mm-hmm. and uh, and and I'd never recommend that. But real estate is something that's tangible. I think that it is going to be an incredible opportunity. And I, you know, for me on the real estate side, I like alternative investments, by the way, I, mm-hmm. the stock market to me, it's organized gambling. And exactly. there's, there's a lot of people that know how to make money. And I like alternative investment. The thing about real estate, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's usually pretty easy to value, you know, in a stock, when we buy a company, let's say the company's worth a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the average P.E. ratio is like 37 times the value, which is insane. That's like out of historic, you know, the average has been like 16. But when you look at a property, you can see a property and it's pretty easy. It's like that property is worth a million bucks or whatever. You can see what the rents are Mm -hmm. and you're kind of buying it for what it is. And then just like Warren Buffett says, you know, what is a real estate investor? It's somebody that buys a physical asset, happens to be real estate, whatever it is, a single family property, an apartment, storage, Airbnb. They buy it with cash, they invest in it, and then they hold it for the long haul. And they take Mm -hmm. all the advantages that real estate offers. It's actually an acronym called IDEAL, and including the tax benefit. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, and I would summarize that into three buckets. And, I, and so one lesson I would share for everybody in real estate, I think there's three buckets, there's cash now, there's cash flow, mm-hmm. and then there's cash later. Yeah. And a lot of real estate investors get into real estate investing. They're not really real estate investors. Mm-hmm. They are real estate business owners. That's right. They're running a business. These guys are flipping and wholesaling. Um, if that's a new term for everybody, you know, it's like a one-time transaction. You mm-hmm. buy a property, you fix it up, do a bunch of work, and then you sell it and you're paid one time. That's cash yep. now. And that's a job. And a mm-hmm. job is what I consider just over broke. Just like, <laughs> right? It's a one-time transaction. It's the cash flow. It means you do work one time and then you get a lifetime of cash flow off of it. So it's a mm-hmm. one-time transaction. And I think most of us, really should be focused on that. That's why I love Airbnb. But that would be like rental properties, Airbnb, also private lending, where we're lending out money like being Wells Fargo or Bank of America, a great return. I love that. And then the cash later, and that comes from equity buildup and appreciation. Right. Right. And I think those are the three buckets. When anybody's thinking about real estate, put it into those three buckets. Mm-hmm. And every and and I have a philosophy of keep the best, sell the rest. Because yeah. your real estate means, you know, there's a lot of people that are buying ten houses and they're flipping all ten. Yeah. That's a job. And you know, at the end of the day, it's like keep two, and then sell eight. Keep three, sell you know, sell mm-hmm. sell, sell what have you. So anyway, I uh, I think just where the market's going, just to digress a little bit. I think that people right now, this is a euphoric stage. 
Mm -hmm. the, the metric is that 15% of all properties right now are being bought by corporations. They're being bought by yeah. BlackRock. There's like billions of dollars that are on the street throwing into real estate. They don't even care. Like Zillow took a billion dollar loss last year. So they're playing for the long haul, right? And, yep. and so um, that's what we're competing with. That's why we're seeing crazy, crazy mm -hmm. prices all over the market. No inventory. Yeah. That the musical chairs are going to end. There's going to be a massive number of foreclosures in a lot of areas of the country when the musical chairs, right? Everybody, you know, mm -hmm. government's dishing out money at unprecedented amounts. I don't want to get this political, but it's like that doesn't work. That's never historically worked. So there's going to probably be a, a, a supply of foreclosures that are going to hit. There's going to probably some of the coastal areas are going to take a pretty hard mm -hmm. hit followed by massive appreciation or what I would term inflation. Yeah. So all of us should ultimately get into holding physical assets. I like physical assets. I like, I love owning real estate. I love owning physical metals. And um, I love doing lending in first position. And yeah. also a, a really good hedge against the downturn. And, I think those those people are starting to plan for that now. There's a huge future. So we can switch into Airbnb. I love Airbnb for so many reasons. And I can also tell, um, I wouldn't say myself as a uh, an absolute subject matter expert. I can give you like the fundamentals that I'm doing. I'm not a huge, I don't go out. I'm not trying to buy a hundred properties or a thousand properties. I, yeah. I am, a, I'm the type of guy that time is more, the time is the, the most, important commodity that we have it's not For the money sure. it's the passive income and our freedom of time and even on the entrepreneurial side what i what i see everybody wanting to get into real estate uh, a lot of people moving into real estate and really at the end of the day they want financial freedom mm -hmm. and they want a lifestyle they want to break the bondages of slavery and i really think if we're focused on passive income and focus on the long term you know, you're going to win. And yeah. everybody, I have a new book coming out. I'll give it to everybody. Uh, it's in the final editing stages. I'd love to give all of your listeners a free copy. It's called The Freedom Code. And in there, I say everybody is seven properties away from being completely financial free. Mm -hmm. And uh, anybody can do it part time. And then I walk through how to do it. It's a strategy book. It's not a book on wholesaling, flipping, rehabbing. Mm -hmm. There's a thousand of those. This is more of a strategy book of 17 years of doing it, making a lot of mistakes and my gift back to everybody. So that's coming out. I'm really excited about the faith-based book, but all my mistakes. And then here's the things to really understand. And we can talk about that if we still have time. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I, I agree with you. A lot of our listeners really don't want to buy massive portfolios. They're not looking to create an empire of real estate, right? But they want to create that lifestyle, like you said, that freedom, and uh, and and of course the concern I always here with with short term lend or not short term lending, <laughs> with the uh, yeah. Airbnbs, right? Short term rentals. Uh, the the problem that you have is, of course, that often it can be time intensive because it's also a business. It could be like much like doing wholesaling to some level if you're not careful, you know, where it's very much a it could be no, not so much transactional, but it's very much a business and time intensive. So how does somebody? create something where maybe they don't have to have a lot, but how do they do something where the time can be leveraged a lot better? Yeah. So, you know, I've got a daughter, um, mm -hmm. Haley, she, I have two daughters, one that just finished up college. 
and uh, in Southern California at a school called Biola. Mm-hmm. And she has a huge heart for serving. That's what she wants. I mean, she really wanted to get into nursing and then all the regulations and stuff coming down on the nurses. She was going to get into midwifery. She, you know, at the end of the day, she loves serving. But she also realizes there's not a lot of money there. So one of the things that I've taught her, and this is part of also this concept I want to share called the family economy. You know, in mm-hmm. COVID, we really should be thinking about building our own family economy. So yeah. my daughter, it's like, Haley, you know, here's the thing. Okay, take what you're passionate about, what you're uniquely qualified, right? What you're gifted at mm-hmm. and connect those two dots and I mean, you could be an artist and you have, you know, there's like amazing artists or whatever it is. So find those two. That's your dream. You may find the services industry doesn't give you the freedom and the money that you want. I'm mm-hmm. like, if you were to buy one property every 12 months and you did that for the next seven years and I walk her through how to do it. She goes, oh, my gosh, Dad, how am I going to get the money? I'm like, the money is actually the easy part. It's finding the property and the deal. If you find the deal, the money is easy to come. Like, for instance, we have a family economy. You can tap into us. So she's out looking for properties. She's learning how to buy them, and her goal is to get one property. Mm -hmm. She'll probably move into it. So young person, I've I've actually coached. I've got Justin Sheffrey up in – he's an amazing kid up in Seattle – and mm-hmm. I think he's on like his 20th property. He actually put college on hold and he's making more money. But he, yeah. the idea is he's, he's buying a property. He's going to rent out the other units to friends because he's not married, right? He's going to cash flow it. So it basically breaks even because all the mm-hmm. renters that he's renting it to paying down the mortgage. Right. So that builds up equity. And, um, and then he'll use that and then he'll go on to the next one. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, really how to get started is is uh is really focused on i think you know i share this in the book but getting clear on the why and the what not the how Mm -hmm. the why is what what is the why why do you like why do you want to get into real estate and what is it gonna what is your life gonna look like what do you want for your life and most people it really comes down to some passive income so I, i can tell everybody most people, they don't even, you know, Robert Kiyosaki did such a great job in Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but he basically said the definition of wealthy is when your passive income, mailbox money, mm-hmm. right, wherever it always comes in, is greater than your expenses. And most of us are probably somewhere between 8000 and 20000 a month. We mm-hmm. had that coming in. We're done, right? Yeah. So that should be the focus. It shouldn't be $10 million in your bank account or right. 100 properties or whatever. It's, it's, it's what you have in passive income. So focusing on that, it's one property. And then, you know, and, and, uh, and, and there's some basic fundamentals of how to value properties. It's not rocket science. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really, like, if I told you, like, I know painters, I know, uh, I know, uh, uh, she's a cleaner, her husband and her wife, they actually clean houses and they've already acquired nine houses that they're doing this with. Yeah. Um, so, you know, focus on what your what your end goal is and, um, you know, and, and just focus on that. And don't there's a lot of shiny objects everywhere. A lot of there's a lot of seminars and there's a lot of stuff. Everybody wants to sell you something. It's like stay right. focused. Don't go. You know, you're going to 
you, you pick like, do I want single family or, I, or do I want apartment? Yeah. I like single family. I like single family because it's easy to value, a little bit of a lower cost. Um, I like Airbnbs because, especially with COVID right now, right? Mm-hmm. Having a long-term renter in, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the next lockdown that's going to come at some point. Yeah. But Airbnb is short term. Yeah. And, you know, and then it's just fundamentals of things like uh, buying in the right location. So mm-hmm. if you're buying an Air- Airbnb, you want to buy the location, 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 the oldest rule of real estate. Um, number one. Number two is I like to look at other properties. You can go out to VRBO, mm-hmm. vacation rental by owner or home away. Um, you can go out to Airbnb. There's actually a site I should pull it up right now, but there's a site where you can just type in the address and it'll tell you what, you know, what the rents are and what you should expect. Uh-huh. Um, I like, I like planning conservatively. So I yeah. like somewhere between 50 and 65% occupancy. I, mm-hmm. I go 50%. I don't care where it is. It could be, we just, we had a property in Maui. It was like up until COVID, it was 95% occupied. Uh-huh. One little one little condo in Hawaii in Kanapali we owned since 2004 and we were grossing like $120,000 a year in gross rent. Wow. And uh, from afar, you, and my, you know, my wife is, you know, she's a stay at home mom and she does Bible school, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and that, that was her little side project from afar. So it's, you know, you plan what, what's the, go, go conservative. Um, always be conservative. Most real estate investors are speculators. They mm-hmm. always, you know, they always bet for the up. You want to think more like a banker, which is yeah. the downside. And, and then um, you run, you know, almost, you can even do it on the back of an envelope. And, uh, and then the key with a Airbnb is a really, really good property manager. Yeah. It's all about the property manager. Uh, and I would, recommend everybody from day one on your first a lot of people make the mistake that they want to do it themselves yeah exactly they're like oh i'm going to do it myself and that is the first rule of real estate that most people break and that's a trap Mm -hmm. you always want to think of it as a business right think like a business person every ceo i always say if you're doing ten dollar an hour work as a ceo you're going to have a ten dollar bank account you know if you if you're going to buy a pizza parlor, imagine being in the pizza parlor business, right? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine buying the business and taking the orders and then going back and cooking the pizzas right. and then putting on your delivery hat and getting in mm-hmm. the car and going delivering it? No. Real estate is a finance game, number one. Number two, it's a game of leverage. Mm-hmm. So you leverage other people's money, bank financing, private money, yeah. family money. And then number two is leverage other people's time, experiences, and resources. So you got to get those things right. And it's really not that hard. I I can tell you one of the oldest trainers in real estate was a guy who was a mechanic, Mm -hmm. like in in, uh, Jacksonville, Florida, Ron Legrand. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right. And Ron, Ron, one of the oldest trainers and almost all these guys, uh, uh, gosh, uh, Fontaine. Uh, some of these old timers, Jack, uh, Jack. Oh yeah, and Chris, uh, and he's awesome too. I was thinking, uh, but you know, Jack Miller, who's passed oh, away. Yeah. These guys are, these guys are just humble, basic, mostly blue collar people. And if mm-hmm. they can do it, 
right? You follow right. their you follow their methods and their best practices. And uh, now, and I'll say another thing. I know I'm probably most people when they hear me, their heads explode. It's like writing stuff down, and and uh, I have that habit. I, I'm called the nutty professor, by the way. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing: just like King Solomon said, there's nothing new under the sun. Don't reinvent the wheel in real estate. Yeah. Everything has been invented. What you want to do is you want to follow somebody else that actually has that model. They've already mm -hmm. done it and just follow what they did. Somebody that's really doing the business today and it's working. Then you follow what they do and do it exactly right. Get it working and prove it out. And then you can make it better. A lot of people, they want to, they think that they're smarter than everybody else. So they try mm -hmm. to do, or they reinvent the wheel. It's like, don't right. reinvent the wheel. Just follow what works, right? Make it, make it work, have some success at it. And then you can improve it. Yeah. Well, I know we're about out of time, but I want to get, want to get one like good tip to sink our teeth into. So with, with the short-term rentals with these Airbnbs, you mentioned, you got to get a good property manager, right? What would you what would you recommend as a step that they can take to find a good property manager specifically for short term rentals? Because it's not just finding any property manager. We want to find a good one for that. What's a good step they can take, especially if it's a market that they're not in? Yeah, best way to do it is is uh, is actually go out to VRBO or Airbnb and find uh -huh. out you know who are the property managers of those properties. Make some phone calls. It's a this is a the real estate. It's a people business. Yeah. You got to talk to people, TTP. So yeah. the easiest way to do it is you ask, you go and you meet somebody at an Airbnb mm -hmm. or you go in your local area and you just ask them, you know, there's a property manager who's typically more of the handyman that can actually handle some of those things. And then the second mm -hmm. one that's super important is the cleaner. Who's going to come in and actually take care of it? Yeah. An Airbnb can be absolutely ridiculously passive. Uh -huh. So it's, it's like the easiest business model in the world. I'm going to give you guys a, a really quick, um, for the audience, I'm going to give everybody an example. So my wife and I, we bought this property in 2004 in Maui mm -hmm. and we had a, a, a property manager and it was probably the source of a lot of marriage contention because we mm -hmm. got a lot of negative reviews. My wife hates conference confrontation mm -hmm. and I do too as well. And we're just, just not who we are. And so we get negative reviews and things would be broken and we'd get these calls. And we ended up, it took us way too long, but we ended up changing over to another property manager. It was actually just a, we actually been it was a church called Kumalani. It's a Harvest uh, Dave Laurie uh, church that mm -hmm. we were, a friend said go. And it, it was just this amazing divine interaction. We found out one of the guys that we actually were referred to runs the property management company. And I'll tell you, it was turnkey. Mm -hmm. It was the easiest thing in the world. Like we never had any complaints. We got five-star ratings. You know, yeah. we, we never, you don't, on the Airbnb, you don't even have to talk to people, by the way. Yeah. It's all electronic. So, mm -hmm. you know, the booking is easy. I, even, even my wife and I, you know, on the Airbnb, I get somebody over in the Philippines yeah. that kind of manages some of those bookings for us. You can find somebody for five or $6 an hour and, mm -hmm. you know, for 10 hours a week, yeah. which is nothing, right? Mm -hmm. They can do any of the extra work, just make sure things are smooth. I really do like to also have a bookkeeper 
So on those things, it's like, don't try to do your own books. Like just have somebody else. All that stuff is downloadable. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that just, you just put that into the cost. You run it like a business, Yeah. right? It's about time. And anybody, I don't care whether you're working 70, 80 hours a week, everybody can actually have one or two free Airbnb properties in the next year. And, um, you know, location, number one, mm -hmm. you want to be yeah. in areas. I do like... Um, uh, you know, like I'll give you an example. We're looking at Jacksonville Beach. Mm -hmm. like, I love that area. We went out there. Um, Total Freedom. We actually are going to go out there for the month of October. We were there in April for the month. And, you know, I walked into a little coffee store and I was joking with the guy because he left his wallet and his computer and went off to the bathroom. And I was joking with him how I was going to take it uh -huh. <laughs> and, and hide it from him. Turns out he's a realtor and he's sending us deal flow all the time. So we're looking at nice. properties, you know, everywhere you go. Here's the business again. Everybody's a lead. It's all mm -hmm. a relationship. All you have to do is just tell people that you're looking for real estate. You know, you're looking for real estate or, you know, everybody's a lead. It, they, it yeah. might be a seller. It might be a buyer. It might be a property manager. It might be a lender. It's all a people business. And you don't have to be social or you could be introverted or extroverted. You just realize everybody's a lead and start communicating to the world that you're looking for real estate. And you'll find deal flow starts coming your way. Then there are awesome. some mechanics of how to learn. There's some good trainers on Airbnb, mm -hmm. but that's, it's really not that hard. I tell everybody, everyone's seven properties away from being completely financially independent. And yeah. uh, it's not about getting a hundred or a thousand. That's a lie. Yeah. Like figure out, you know, what do you want your life to look like? From mm -hmm. my perspective, you know, I want to be able to travel. I want to be with my kids. I have three different businesses. I have a five ten three rule. The three is the three hours a day I work in my business three days a week. My mm -hmm. business is, right? I wake yeah. up at five. I start my business day at 10. And then I do three hours of CEO work of how am I going to move the marker? And then I leverage other people. And get really good at that so um awesome. i'll give everybody i'll give you um if you'd like i know we're short on time yeah if you I, I, the book is not out yet it by the time that um i know that this is going to be coming out a little bit later on the podcast so the book may be out um i'm gonna have i'm gonna give you a text number so you're gonna text this number and then i'd like you to put cash flow in the message and you'll get a bunch of You'll get a bunch of free, uh, some of my best stuff for realestateinvestor.com, uh, how to build a business that works for you. Uh, right as COVID happened, I did a 90-minute presentation. Everybody said that needs to get out to everybody and just some extra tools to really set you really set you on the right path on the lessons that I've learned. And, um, and then my free book. This will tell everybody that as soon as our book comes out, I'll give you a free copy, The Freedom Code. It's 925. 320-0575. So you just text that number, put cash flow in the message, 925-320-0575. And then realestateinvestor.com, if you are a more of an active, you know, real estate business operator, whether you're fairly new, maybe you're a hybrid agent, um, trying to, the hybrid agent means you're buying property too. And and also uh, doing listings. Um, we have a host of services and we're always, we're 
you know, our mission is to create a measurable difference in impact lives. We've got been doing it for a long time. If there's anything we can help you with, we got a ton of content. I have a podcast as well that's been running, and I'd love uh, it, it has an impact for you or somebody you know. I'd love to hear about it. It totally, you know, it's the significant part that that is uh, so empowering on making so many mistakes. I mm-hmm. I love sharing the stuff so that other people don't have to make the mistakes. And I feel very blessed on, uh, on, uh, on being able to do that. Awesome. Well, Gary, really appreciate your generosity, your time today. So yeah, we'll definitely put that number in the show notes so people can text cash flow to that and you'll get access to the book as well as a lot of the other resources you have too. So really appreciate it. Awesome. It was great. And thank all of you and God bless you. And, um, you know what, this is going to be one of the biggest transformations of wealth and I'll leave one of my favorite quotes from Henry Ford. And he said, if you believe you can, or you believe you can't, you're right. So I think you can and stay focused and uh, God bless everybody. Well, you heard it folks. That's it. You know, make sure you, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. And so uh, it, the best thing you can do with the resources, take at least one or a few things what Gary taught. He taught so many good nuggets here. Take a few of those things, act on it. Don't just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer as well. Act on those things. Make it work in your life so your life changes too. Go make a wonderful and prosperous week. We'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.